arrested for not taking a fucking vaccine. This is not a fucking joke anymore. This is fucking dead serious. I am fucking dead serious. These people don't know who the fuck they're actually playing with. They are, you know, good they might come and fucking intimidate me and whatnot. But fuck, they do not understand what the fuck just one person like myself is capable of. They do not fucking understand. No fucking vaccine or MRA will ever flow through my fucking blood blood. Never! I will fucking die fucking fighting for my forefathers and my fucking lineage. Fuck these motherfuckers. Jihad, jihad, jihad. Ah, oh, oh, what can I say? Um, I was meant to stream earlier. I was all uh, full of vim, ready to go. The fire was burning within me. The uh, the appropriate rage to be targeted at individuals, and uh, we ah, the tech problems. I can't say. Just uh, it's, it's constant, constant, and. It was a small, small, small detail. Just one, one little slider in the wrong place on the, on the interface, and then nothing, nothing would work. And um, it's taken me, it's taken me all day to build back up. <laughs> More than that, I've, I've had like my sort of, I don't know, like the the sleep that splits up your days, right? But mine right now is 6 p.m. to 10. <laughs> then I'm, <laughs> I'm awake for the day. Uh, audio out of sync. How dare you? I don't think it is. Is it? Nah. No way. No way. Looks looks good to me. <laughs> How, um looks fine on WTYL yes more people should be using WTYL and the let me just check um, it's been upgraded 
and you should be able um should be able to handle a lot more people watching there than currently is live um you had enough oh Mary's such a sweetheart thank you um perfect on rumble yeah like like I said the issue was just one of um just trying to do the right thing but not realizing that there was a sort of uh systemic impact to to what was meant to be a sort of resource saver and you know it's the have i missed much jimmy no of course not of course not jimbo um we're uh we're just getting started and you know there's a lot to get through today i've got uh, a whole screen of stories and i want to get to uh, i want to thank laura uh, she dropped a paper. She's been doing uh, Yeoman's work in the pre-on folder in the Discord. And there's a very interesting paper that I'd missed. And I want to... I want to go through that as we're, you know, we're all, we're all about trying to uh, pin these mechanisms down. And when something new pops up, I kind of feel obliged to... Um, as I would work for a paper, bring you along for the journey. And uh, as we lead up to the paper, some uh, current events and the, um, yeah, what, I don't know what else you call it. <laughs> What's the Shahids? We've got a bunch of Shahids today. Is that current events? Yeah, I guess, I guess it is. I guess Shahids are current events. So um, what else has been going on? So, um, oh, Oh, look, look what I've just noticed. Um, a rather fine, what looks like cholesterol crystal, slap bang in the middle of uh, the microscope. Let me, let me just uh, switch to that. Oh, I'll do that in a couple of minutes. But I, I'll just tell you what else has been going on. Um, I'm running around trying to get ready to go to the US. Um, I'm actually sort of a bit nervous. Uh, haven't um, <laughs> haven't been on a plane in a while, and uh, don't want to um, tempt fate or anything. Um, the presentation—I I mean, I can talk at presentations. That's that's another thing. But just being out my uh, how do you say comfort zone, where I know there's uh, soft chairs, orthopedic-like chairs, and uh, the. <laughs> The uh, accoutrements of relief are j uh, just a few steps away, either way, and uh, you know all all the things I have that make uh, make life worth living. The of course my kids, uh, the the dynamic graphene. No, I don't. But people will think that it's graphene. Um, don't dox myself. No, uh, um, well I've got to tell people where uh, where I'm going. I will be in Houston, Houston, for uh, a uh, for a meeting. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Let me just switch on the mic uh, microscope now. No doubt, when I do this, it's not gonna. Oh, yeah, there it is. All right. So, uh, what is it that 
you see right now, and I need to switch to Elgato Canon and Bim 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 Bim. Let's hide that night. Wait there. Wait there. What if I do that? That's nothing. Uh, ah, right. I I know I know what's going on. All right. So let's do this. Let's do uh, black magic. Oh, it doesn't change anything. So uh, usually with uh, the Ata Mini, that usually means um, do a cycle power off then on because I can see it in the um, in the multi view display um, just doesn't uh, just sometimes sometimes it gets a little little flaky and um, let's put that on all right let's try again let's see if I let's see if I can get this uh, crystal in into view properties and let's do this again oh my black magic boom there we go right uh what do we know apart from the obvious graphenos spectaculos hair growing out of it which is which is dust and fibers uh floating around this room i haven't um protected the i need to get a um a big microscope cover i've tried to find one they're all a bit too small uh but uh don't switch and uh can anyone see can anyone discern the uh cholesterol crystal there uh right in the middle um is there a reasonably priced half decent scope camera debating some composite t videos um so the w one that you're looking at here was about i want to say a hundred bucks no maybe a bit more 120 130 dollars and it's pretty good it's pretty good um and if you if you do um straight hdmi out and you you get you've got like a camera input like an atom mini or an elgato card capture some something like that um it'll actually do 1080 uh, um 60 frames per second which is nice it's nice it makes for uh, it makes for very um smooth um images uh my end and Got jars and stuff uh, in the way, but um, yeah, with uh, just leaving it there um, on the on the stage, and there we have a rather elegant looking. If it wasn't for the bit of dust, I wonder if uh, I can 
a little blow away. Let me just uh, try and do that. But you can see the angular um, corners, which uh, freak people out. Um, maybe today I'll get into Karen Kingston. That silly bitch has to be a limited hangout. Sorry. Um, everything, everything to discredit uh, the, the actual deal with respect to um, what type of military programs we're dealing with and um, she's well she's doing the job well I guess use the might be asking a bit too much it's it's embedded in the the crystal there now um this is obviously what about if i look at it through spooky dark field <gasps> oh my god would you look at that can you see can you see the structures in there my god the technologies they're throwing at us trying to take us over comfortably numb says karen kingston is nuts uh yeah i do think um she's either a well-paid actress or she's literally losing her shit um <gasps> oh my god it's got illuminati triangles in <laughs> Imagine how much that freak these uh, clowns out. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. <laughs> like mini squid from the Matrix, eh? But there you go, folks. Um, bit of life science on McCann Dojo. Where else do you get that with some uh, witty quips and one-liners? Uh, fuck's sake, people do not know where to go to find the truth. I send here. Um, please send them here. And let's just see how many we've uh, managed to hook in. So 50, that's 60, 97, uh, 100 people watching. Um, and bravo to uh, Burgle and Danger Mouse over there filling up the chat on... Um, is, is the chat working into here, into Rumble? Let's try that. Do, is it going to work? No, it doesn't. No, that's gay. Never mind. It looks it looks like the chat's kind of frozen a little bit. But all right. So, uh, what what were we, what were we doing? So I, I was talking about yeah. I'm I'm nervous somewhat about um, going back to or, or just going, going life, going getting back into life, get, head into airports because I, I never liked them in the first. I used to I, when I was a young man. Before uh, before the um, busybodies could get uh, all uh, in your in your space, 
I, I, airports used to be kind of cool and you know it's exciting someplace uh um new you're gonna find um you, you know what happens when you when you get off the other side of that plane right a whole, a whole new world can open up for you um but nowadays you've got those busy bodies that want to pat you down and they want to know everything and it's all it's all the conditioning for the surveillance state that they've been planning for generations and here it is and now it's tied to your vaccination status if you want to go visit the united states and you're not a u.s citizen you must uh, you must provide proof of vaccination or or the requisite um exemptions from a licensed medical uh practitioner and i've i've done that part i will go for my pcr um tomorrow and the i don't i, I I know it's just it, it's just another layer of bureaucracy to piss you off right? when you when you're doing something that like I say it was used to be uh exciting and uh, you know it wasn't quite the days of people getting dressed up to get on the plane but um <laughs> it was I still remember you could smoke on the planes <laughs> You can smoke at the back of the plane. Not anymore. Uh, don't get stuck in the United States if Israel during the coming Coom War. Uh, I'm not. Um, uh, I'm not that fast. I think we still have time, but maybe my calculations are wrong. All right, let's get on with the uh, the the main uh, thrust of the show let's uh, do this nice meme from good doggy and uh yeah turning um jeffrey Sachs into uh <laughs> pierce brosnan was that die another day and uh, yeah there's kind of uh it's kind of a resemblance there i have to admit so uh gonna say jenna Good to see you. And uh, if you strolled in here wondering what's going on and uh, why, why would, why should you listen to me? What's this? What's that geezer? What's he on about? Well, I am a, a published scientist, and that. And uh, look, I've got all metrics and shit you can compare me to uh, other scientists now. And it's not superstar scientists, but that does say that I was a productive scientist whilst I was uh, gainfully employed. Now I'm part of an insurgency that's uh, fighting for medical freedom and, uh, um, well, just freedom in general. We're trying, trying our best. And I don't know if the decisions I'm making is the best, best approach, uh, trying to build out a, does the world need another streaming platform? Well, I'm kind of of the opinion that more the better. It's harder, it's harder for them to take down uh, individuals and silence individuals if there are more more platforms out there that well i hope that a lot more people will gravitate towards uh wtyl and i'm hoping that the trip to the us will help facilitate that 
and um, we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. I, I'm uh, kind of uh, hopeful. Uh, Pyramid Seven says, "I wish that I travel and meet the Dock." Um, yes, all are welcome. It's a free event. You can get you can get in there. Let me just see. Uh, is this yes? Um, A and C Texas event, November fifth. 2022 let me just uh, find the uh, address again um <laughs> all right so let me just i was looking for the address right here and the address is this it's at the hilton 12101 Shadow Creek Parkway Pearland Texas and I'll paste it here in the chat and like I say I'm thoroughly looking forward to it um, I know Sarah uh, Westall and I've had a brief chat uh, on on and offline with uh, Ryan and uh, the other fellow I'm, I don't know who that is but I'm looking forward to meeting them and the uh, didn't you mention another event after the Houston one no no there's um, no formal events now maybe I, I might be doing some stuff I'll be meeting up with uh, Richard uh, in the week following uh, the this event in Houston so um, uh, I'd go but November 5th is reserved for some block with a load of barrels of gunpowder to make a show <laughs> okay um, Let's see, you'll be fine, Dr. Ken. I wish I could make it there, but just so short notice. Oh. That's it. If you don't, if you don't see me there, you see me every day here. I'm not that much different. Just probably more uh, less energised. Actually, you get about two, three hour window where the uh, where the pain medications have kicked in. <laughs> Old dog will uh, crawl up to the uh, the camera and uh, start railing. Um, if I was in Texas, I would attend. I'm actually in South Central. I'm not sure where ND is. ND would be Nevada. Is it Nevada? Um, if you run into Hotez, please kick him in that fat cunt of his for me. Look, man, um, we know his daughter's a retard, but uh, I think that might be taking it a bit too far, Centripede. He <laughs> put... Um, what's this? What am I supposed to look at? Um, Elon tells Twitter employees they can work from home, just not for Twitter. Yeah, I think that's a parody account, but um, would be funny if true. Uh, all right, so uh, yeah, that's me. Uh, you can find me if you want to look at the regular science channels. Uh, I'm all over there and now North Dakota. Well, thank you. Um, I'm uh, like I say I'm doing this insurgency lark 
and uh, there you will find or what you should do is bookmark mccanndojo.com I'll put it in the chat as usual we'll do the housekeeping here it's important because um, why am I speaking in Texas I'm speaking about censorship and um, for the short time that I've been publicly speaking um, about these contentious issues is I've, I've come under immense amounts of opposition from the tech fascist platforms now that indicates to me that we're hovering uh, over the target and uh, what should we say landing uh, landing some uh, 50 cal uh, depleted uranium slugs right into their flank <laughs> Uh, in Minecraft, yes, of course. Uh, in Minecraft, Century, I've, I've no, no problem there. <laughs> Paul Cottrell is coming with a kendo stick. Paul Cottrell is more than welcome to come with his kendo stick. <laughs> I'll, I'll take his kendo stick and use it as a cocktail stick for my uh, margarita. Um, so, uh, what? Why do I have this page? Because um, I have to, uh, in, in order to do this public access science, look, where well, you just got to see a uh, newly formed, newly formed uh, <laughs> special crystal, special crystal that's got all circuit markers on it. You saw it. All the triangles, folks. All the triangles. But I have to survive uh, with this page, and so I would um, suggest uh, you can become a Patreon. Um, old Kevy doesn't mind Patreons. I'm still trying to hit that magic hundred number. But um, if you want to send uh, a dono to the doc, um, that one, uh, tipjar, we talk, you listen .com, um, powered by Stripe. I don't see your credit, de credit card details, nothing at all. And that takes the minimal amount of overhead. And um, please uh, try and use that. If you've uh, got some of, like I say, all these people uh, who are uh, cooming over the fact that Elon Musk might be buying Twitter again, right? This is the same guy whose company PayPal is debanking individuals. Right? You think it's going to be any better on Twitter? Just get a grip. But if you're still wedded to your uh, PayPal account as an a streaming processor, Streamfags and GayPal will take your um will take your donation. Streamfags and GayPal. Uh there's the link. And of course, uh buy me a coffee um is will trigger an alert on the screen when it goes live the web hooks are active for that uh, you can buy me a coffee of course you can join the discord um a lot of the stories that i discuss uh, often uh, pop up there and um there's a active active community it's it's running all day and uh, i'm always playing catch up with it trying to uh stay abreast of the situation and of course there's a email notification and uh, oh look <laughs> is that not working maybe i need to refresh but uh yeah it's working now so you can also watch the stream maybe on there yeah let's just see if it's working active community yeah 
yep, yeah, so you can watch the stream on there, and so you don't have to give uh, away your location to the uh, alphabet agencies. All right, so uh, I did that, did the talk. Um, <coughs> current events in the UK, they've got another prime minister. Somehow, somehow the UK has gone so woke that they've got a <laughs> hurry-jumping World Economic Forum drone now running the country. And uh, all of you, I would say, all you Brits, you all know Nick Griffin, a big apology, and uh, should have been voting BMP 20 years ago. Now look what you've got. And uh, he seems he seems real popular, this guy. Um, it's, it's literally, he's literally being booed on his way to number 10. Let's have a look at that. You can see the crowds, people heckling the new prime minister. Sometimes some things never change, and that can't help putting up. <laughs> Polite way of putting it. It's like I'm surprised there weren't eggs splatting the uh, the sides of the car. Into, into Downing Street, the gates can't get away up. with that nowadays, can you? And we should get the glimpse, the first glimpse of Rishi Sunak as prime minister as he leaves the car. What the fuck, man? Britain, what have you done? What have you done? But he's a billionaire. Why don't they like him? <laughs> Liz, Rishi, Sachs, all WEF sujas. Well, I'm not so sure about uh, Jeffrey Sachs. Um, I think there might be someone who's having a road to Damascus moment. Under Boris Johnson, he resigns. Now, second time running. He won the Conservative Leadership Contest and is now the new Prime Minister. Good morning. I've just been to Buckingham Palace and accepted His Majesty the... He's even got a lispy faggot voice. <laughs> what the fuck, man? And... Um, here's someone who'll be... Uh, how should we say? Chomping at the bit to uh, punish, well, I think he mentions it. The king's invitation to form a government in his name. It is only right to explain why I'm standing here as your new prime minister. Yeah, right why are you standing there? What's going on? Now, our country is facing a profound economic crisis. The aftermath of COVID still lingers. Putin's war in Ukraine has destabilized energy markets and supply chains the world over. Putin's war. Nothing to do with NATO. Uh, <laughs> building up troops there. Uh, itching. Itching for the proxy war. Nothing, nothing to do with that. I want to pay tribute to my predecessor, Liz Truss. She was not wrong to want to improve growth in this country. It is a noble aim. And I admired her restlessness to create change. But some mistakes were made. Not born of ill will or bad intentions. Quite the opposite, in fact. But mistakes, nonetheless. And I have been elected as leader of my party and your prime minister, in part, to fix them. And that work begins immediately. I will place economic stability and confidence at the heart of this government's agenda.
economic stability. Now, um, I'm going to give a shout out to uh, a good friend, uh, Bibliary Don, at uh, The Apocalypse and Daniel. Um, here, you should go read this article. And um, what he found this clip of Rishi Sunak. Right. And he's talking about economic stability. He's not talking about all those people who are literally, literally a paycheck away from destitution as their as their energy costs skyrocket through the winter months because of the actions of people like this man. Let's just let's just hear what he what he wants to do, uh, how he thinks it should be stabilized. Shall we? This is uh, in Tunbridge Wells. Anyone knows Tunbridge Wells? It's the well-to-do part of the UK. I think uh, Tunbridge Wells is it near? Is it off the Thames or near Oxford? Uh, Kent, Kent. From all of you, I managed to start changing the funding formulas to make sure that areas like this are getting the funding that they deserve. Because we inherited a bunch of formulas from the Labour Party that shoved all the funding into deprived urban areas, uh, and they, you know, that needed to be undone. I started the work of undoing that. I made sure, as Chancellor, across government, not only so all those uh, all those people with uh, two free cars, uh, detached houses in Tunbridge Wells, uh, shall we say? A rich uh, portfolio of uh, pension pension funds are, are pissed because uh, some some government largesse going to the most vulnerable people in this culture. He's undoing that and making sure that they get that bit more. Those those facts. Cats need just that little bit extra cream sucked off the backs of uh, the working poor, the broken, the uh, mentally ill, the, uh, the, the poor families uh, who live on uh, tax credits, um, all of it. These are, these are just champagne socialists. That's all. It's only okay to help rich people. Well, anyway, let's finish the clip. Do we increase local government funding? Oh, that was it. Ah, stupid thing. Um, but yeah, that that kind of gives an idea of what you're going to be dealing with. A uh, again, diversity run amok. No allegiance to Britain and allegiance to the World Economic Forum very strong one and uh, they're pandering to the upper middle class saying uh, oh yeah you need to be getting a, a little bit more a little bit more I know it's tough I know it's tough having to buy new cars every year to keep up with the neighbours you you will, will make sure that you get that little bit extra those scum those scum in the states in the estates. We'll let them rot. We'll build walls around them. <clears throat> uh, 
It's expensive to main those expensive homes. How would you heat them in the winter without government support? Indeed, Horatius. Indeed. Uh, all right. So, what did I have next? Oh, yeah. <laughs> International order. Woke Mike Milley is coming to tell us why, why we have to send young men, young men to die in Ukraine. That there's no other way out of this. No negotiations. This fight is not just in Ukraine's interest. It is in the global interest to. Apologise, it's so quiet. Um, but I've got I've got it set to maximum. So uh, I do apologise. as the secretary pointed out, the rules-based international order. And that is our purpose that has been given to us, the uniform military from our civilian leadership, which is to uphold the rules-based international order that was established some 80 years ago at the conclusion of World War II. This I want to listen to that again. Rules-based international order. What? That, that now converges around corporate global homo that we have to go around and enforce at the barrel of a gun. Is, is is that the order that he's talking about? What about I thought I thought uh, free trading nations where uh, Germany could buy gas from Russia and Germany could then sell uh, nice consumer goods back to them. Um, was it wasn't that what the the international order was supposed to be about? How how come that they would take the international order and blow up? fucking gas pipelines with that decision meaning that tens of thousands of people are gonna fucking freeze to death this winter they're upholding this rules-based international order do me a favor it's gross what they've done now i i get it it's not uh it's not all uh all americans but there's there's something very very rotten here that, that a decision like that would be made that they literally said oh those uh is a, a newland fuck the eu moment fuck them fuck them blow up those pipes blow it up that's uh, it's that's in that context let's just listen to woke mike millie again it's not just in ukraine's interest it is in the global interest to protect as the secretary pointed out, the rules-based international order. And that is our purpose that has been given to us, the uniform military from our civilian leadership, which is to uphold the rules-based international order that was established some 80 years ago at the conclusion of World War II. There you go. He's basically saying that the civilian leadership, and I don't, I don't really know what that means in this instance, again the deep deep state contiguous government they don't they don't like the fact that uh bmw is able to turn out uh nicer model cars than uh gm or ford <laughs> it's not it's not like fucking germany was uh building up military um hardware it's not like germany was a threat to its neighbors
Christy is right. He just said the uniform military is protecting the globalist new world order, not a constitution. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So, um, <laughs> uh, it's the first time I've seen this. It's a bit old, this. It's on the 18th. But here's pictures of the Nord Stream pipeline. After they blew it up. Ja, starke Explosionen haben die Schäden an den Gaspipelines Nord Stream 1 und 2 verursacht. Zu diesem Schluss kommt auch die Kopenhagener Polizei nach Betauchen der Lecks nahe der Insel Bornholm. Eine gemeinsame Ermittlungsgruppe von Polizei, Militär und Geheimdienst soll die Untersuchungen jetzt weiterführen. Eine schwedische Boulevardzeitung hat außerdem erstmalig Bilder veröffentlicht. Basically what they're saying is, is that it left a 50 meter crater. And, and we know, we know who did it. We know. Now, whether that was at the behest of uh, our greatest ally, I don't know. I don't know. But um, all this going on is uh, it's an affront to human decency because that, that alone is going to have tens of thousands of deaths associated with it. People will freeze. And, yeah, just goes to show what they think. Um, you fought, you fought being Euros, <laughs> white Euros, that you'd, uh, you'd escape the worst of it. The, just uh, the violence was, was reserved for uh, Abdul and Mohammed in the deserts. Now, now you're getting a wake-up call. Danach wurden 50 Meter von Nord Stream 1 durch die Explosion weggerissen. Schwedische und deutsche Fachleute seien zu weiteren Untersuchungen jetzt eingeladen, teilte die Polizei in Kopenhagen außerdem mit. Offen ist aber weiterhin, wann die Ermittlungen abgeschlossen sein können. So, um, den Pipelines waren Ende uh, Again, and put this in the context within the last stream, where we've got the 101st Airborne um massing in Romania that they're, they're looking there's no off ramps here it's just escalation after escalation we've got talks of them trying to do uh, a dirty bomb Russia frantically ringing uh defense ministers uh in France Germany uh I, th I forget the other country but um three three or four countries that uh what's his name Uh, I can remember, but uh, defense minister, someone will tell me in the chat, um, de desperately ring around saying uh, that they're going to try and pull something like that off. And it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me. Um, Shoigo, thank you, uh, Vector. Thank you, Alberto. Um, so... Um, in light of that, I'm going to uh, take a uh, take a clip from our Rotten Politics. Uh, he he summed this up. Who are the people that are, are are talking out about this? Well, it's it's the it's the old guard left, I would say. But uh, Rotten Politics sums it up nicely here. I very rarely agree with socialists, especially ones that look like Billy Connolly. 
And I do believe that we have rotten, rotten... I need to get some I'm not using tea. that as an exaggeration. Well, this time, this time I do. As an MEP, you've seen him before, slams the EU, putting all of them claiming to want peace, but actually, actually voting against it. Have a listen. Our problem with Lukashenko is that he took sides in the war, just like we did. And we damned everyone that said neutral. Special advice. Out to rotten politics for that. Oh. But um, yeah, that's the. Oh, pull my headphones out. Pull my headphones out. Wait, wait a second. I very rarely agree with socialists. Our problem with Lukashenko is that he took sides in the war, just like we did. And we damned everyone that said neutral. Special advisor to the commander of Ukraine's army, Dan Rice, just told CNN that Russia is trying to get to the negotiating table to try to go back to the 2014 lines, but Ukraine won't have it. Why don't we start peace talks for a deal based on a version of Minsk II agreement a text that was mediated by the French and the Germans. We know this war could have been avoided, and yes. peace talks are an option. But our leaders choose war, even when we know that the majority of the Europeans do not want war. We tabled an amendment in the last plenary, and we called for the EU and member states to explore all options for a peace deal and to try to end the war. It was defeated. 436 votes to 118 against peace? Whose interest are these warmongers serving? Commissioner, you say that the people of Belarus don't want war. I agree with you 100%, but I think the people all across Europe don't want war. This war, it might suit US and NATO, it does not suit the people of Europe. We should be working for peace. He effectively called them out for being warmongering swamp donkeys. Now, is he wrong on any of that? Let me know if you think he's wrong. Stay sane. No. See you on the next one. Right. Uh, and again, thank you, uh, RP, for that. Um, so, I think I just see it getting worse and worse right now. And, you know, Russia is mobilizing. And, um, you know, I'm, again, part of the reason I think that we're being dragged down this pathway is that they're trying to hide the crimes that they were involved with in Ukraine a lot around these laboratories. Um, Depressing. So um, the Russian government raises a number of questions about Biolab and the Republic of Kenya. Um, yeah, I think we should be asking questions about all these labs. Now, again, why are these labs so important? You have to put them in the context of medical countermeasures and incapacitating agents. That's that's the, that's the underlying purpose. 
of, of these network of laboratories. Understand the local biome and should there, should there be some uh, argy-bargy going on, then uh, you can go in there and you can slip in your incapacitating agents based around a local pathogen and uh, have a countermeasure ready for yourself. And that goes against the uh, biological and warfare conventions, I would argue, um, even if they will say that it's uh, it, it falls into the incapacitating um, framework. But we're, we're in a a bad, bad spot. Um, we're unable to formulate a good scientific argument as to why we're there doing what it is that we're doing. It's shocking. Um, let me just uh, see if anyone has uh, aided the good doc with a dono, or if uh, you're all residue. Um, oh yeah. Uh, let me say a shout out to um, do, 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 uh, looks like uh, Tennessee. You can have a. Um, it transcends. It goes far beyond one man. This needs to be fought against. This cannot be taken lying down. And uh, you, someone in, let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, uh, the uh, handsome state of Florida, you can have a... Uh, you had enough? Uh, thank you thank you for the support much much appreciated um now let's let's move on oh it's time it's shaheed time folks it's shaheed play let's do this play now i've tried to tweak the volume is the shaheed music too loud can we uh can i get some feedback is is the shaheed music too loud before we get into this rather spectacular shaheed i don't know how new this is but uh this is professor ranjay singh he just drops dead at the end of his speech one second he's fine then it's like a switch has been flicked and he's gone sudden death syndrome uh strikes again music good look at this shaheed brave to the end what are you lick spittles doing cowards the lot of you Get there. Help your betters. Klaus needs more steak. Now, this Shahid looking uh, quite animated. Taking it right to the end. We salute this Shahid and his bravery. 
Level good if I'm not it, it should um, compress a little when I speak over it but here comes the moment the moment where the Shaheed crosses to the other side to meet Allah Taking it right to the end. A flawless, flawless performance. No doubt he was telling the locals, Step Oh, now wait, I had some, uh, I did have some others as well, but uh, Megan Kelly, Mourn's sister who grew up in Syracuse after unexpected death of 58. I gotta tell you that something really sad happened in my family over the weekend. Um, my sister died. Uh, she was 58. Her name was Suzanne Crosley, and she died suddenly on Friday of a heart attack. Um, she hasn't been in very good health over the past couple of years, sex with one problem after another. Uh, so it was sudden and it was it was unexpected. Um, and I went up, got news of it after the show, and went right up and was there with my mom and my brother Paul and my my nephew Brian, one of her three kids, when she passed. So it was really hard. It was extremely emotional. My poor mom, as you all, as all moms and dads out there know, this is not the order in which this is supposed to happen. Um, so in any event, we were all together over the weekend. I'm going back up there after the show today, and she um, will have a funeral tomorrow. Thankfully, we already had tomorrow's show on tape, so I don't have to worry about that. And I, I said to myself, do I come back? Do I do Monday show? Do I not do Monday show? And I really, like for me, it's better to be here. Like it's, maybe you can relate, but it's like more cathartic to work. Like it gave me a couple of hours where I could take my mind off of it and um, do my job and talk about stuff that matters. It's not like what we talk about on the show doesn't matter. Not entirely every day, but most days. And I don't know, spend some time with my family who I've been away from for the past couple of days. You know, dog and three kids. Um, and I'll have more to say about my sister and her life later this week. You guys interested? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think it's a cut though, too. so. It's just a reminder to hug the people you love. Right, how short and tenuous life is and how important it is to stay close to the people you love. You know, we can't all be perfect on that front, but we can make a little effort day by day just to, you know, shoot a text or return a call. I'm not really good at that, so it's a big reminder to me. Um, and just how fleeting things can be, right? And how we get ourselves so upset over shit that doesn't matter. This is one that does. And then you, of course, find out who your friends are and who the jerks are uh, in a situation like this, too. And I'm happy to say so many more friends than jerks. We um, salute her my, sister. My mom has a caregiver. You know, she's got a top couple of them. It's like a service that goes in. They, they make sure she's okay. And she, she lived with my sister. And um, one of the women went to the hospital immediately. It was just my mom at the hospital alone at first. And, and she went with my mom and she sat there and I was on, on my way up. And uh, she said, well, my husband is in a different hospital right now getting cancer treatment, but he's getting out today. So I'm just going to pop over there. I'm going to pick him up and then he's going to drive me back to this hospital so I can sit with your mom until you get there. I mean, what a good person, right? Like, that's humanity. Like, that's the true essence of humanity. Not all like, the terrible people we talk about all the time on the show and in the news and who you encounter when you have road rage or they have it, you know? Those, uh, those non-seeds, those who didn't step up, um, she's got, she's hot. Yeah, um, Megan Kelly. What can I say? <laughs> I would be uh, crawling over her to get to you. <laughs> Come on. All right, what did we have next? Uh, another young Shahid. Uh, sadly, no. We celebrate the glory, the glory of uh, fellow Liverpool fan uh, Ewan McNamara collapsed in Liverpool. Passed away in hospital on Saturday, aged 15. I'm asking all reds, uh, but just look at him—a picture of unhealth. 
that's of course he was gonna go we salute this Shahid and uh, his commitment to the cause and I wanted to bring this in Let's do this so um, it's, it's we, were lied to, we were lied to at a very high level from very very early on it's a long it's a long clip um, now I think what you've got here uh, some someone who's made bank he's making bank both ways uh, he he bought Pfizer at the beginning and uh, he's now short in their stock that's that's what I see when I see uh, this man talking and there's a um, I don't know like the Tell telltale sign of like uh, a duper's delight as he's talking. Now it was quite far into the discussion, so I'll I'll just sort of let it play and I'll give some commentary as to what was what I think he's he's saying. But um, Ben Shapiro was quite the advocate for vaccines, for what I remember. And I'm sure people can uh, trawl through his uh, Twitter and uh, find find tweets that say, uh, go, <laughs> go, become a Shahid. Shapiro pushed back since day one. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's what I remember. And so now, now suddenly we're getting mere culprit, right? He's put his finger in the wind seeing what's going on and uh, is now trying to extricate himself from any responsibility and uh, again there's this a, a tell of duper's delight that I see I don't know about halfway through this little segment I wanted to point that out so uh, hello fellow dupes I'm just as shocked as you are <laughs> On by both the vaccine companies in terms of the ability take, take, of take, the vaccine to take out that uh, take out that uh, bot, please, someone prevent transmission. And we were also lied to by our politicians, who apparently knew better, and they just kept lying. And this is creating. You want to know why there's mistrust in the institutions? It would be because of this kind of stuff. It's because you have experts who are. Uh, he sounds a bit desperate here, um, trying to offload responsibility. There were scientists speaking out, but you know what? We all got censored. We all got censored by uh, organisations that uh, he he donates to regularly. Constantly telling the platonic lie to people. And people who want to have faith in the experts, because you, you have to use heuristics when it comes to the world, right? You can't study down on every single issue. When you go to the doctor, the reason you go to the doctor... Uh, I, have, I have seen that one. I don't know, um, I don't know if that's a, 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 a Shahid or not, but um, I'll, I'll try to remember to play it at the end of it. I want just, to... Let's, let's just try and watch uh, old uh, Ben Shapiro weasel his way out of uh, the <laughs> him him making bank on his uh, Pfizer portfolio share from uh, 18 months ago. The doctors, because you didn't have time to go to medical school. And the reason you go to the plumber is because you didn't have time to learn to become a plumber. 
The reason that you go to the mechanic is because you don't know how to take cars apart. You have to rely on the expertise of another human being who has spent an enormous, inordinate amount of time studying an issue. And then you have to sort of take that data and use it as best you can. Now, it can be that you distrust the data. It can be you don't trust the people who are giving you the data. But the big problem here is that when you have an entire institution like the scientific institutions or the government, and the government is issuing lies in order to get you to do a thing, and then it turns out that these things are lies, well, people's distrust in the institution is going to skyrocket, right? Again, if you outsource your plumbing to a plumber and the plumber just keeps clogging the lines, at a certain point, you don't use that plumber anymore. If you keep taking your car to the mechanic and the mechanic drops the engine at the bottom of the car, you're not going to go to that mechanic ever, ever again. Well, the same thing is true when it comes to the lies that we were apparently told about the ability of the vaccines to block transmission. So, for example, just a couple of weeks ago, there was a Pfizer executive who was being grilled by members of the ECR, the, the EU, the European Commission. And this Pfizer executive basically said that they never even tested the COVID jab to determine whether it controlled transmission or not. Now, and the thing is, there were many of us right from the beginning saying this is a non-sterilizing technology. Non-sterilizing. And we can see that playing out in the numbers right now. And again, we were shut down, censored. No doubt I'll get censored for this because I'm not allowed to go against the uh, the current local advice from the World Health Organization. So, you know, we're in a very, very difficult situation. And, you know, it's somewhat reminiscent of like any any of the pogroms in history that the uh, the dissenting scientists and doctors and uh, the uh, those that have been privileged to have um, some uh, position where you can budge the needle somewhat with the public and you know Where's his, where's his mere culpa for uh, pushing, pushing these products without, without really understanding the science that he needs to? There's no excuse nowadays. So again, I, I'll say this: the science, it's like the law now. Ignorance is no excuse. And when 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 we can be certain that uh, his portfolio was uh, making bank from it. These seem like shallow words to me. This is an astonishing acknowledgement. She was asked a question, and her name is Janine Small. She was pre Pfizer's president of International Development Markets. She made this admission before the European Union Parliament. She was asked by European Union Member of Parliament Rob Roos if the company tested the mRNA vaccine on stopping transmission before they rolled it out. And here is what she said. Was the Pfizer COVID vaccine tested on stopping the transmission of the virus before it entered the market? If not, please say it clearly. If yes, are you willing to share the data with this committee? And I really want a straight answer, yes or no, and I'm looking forward to it. Thank you very much. Um, regarding the question around, um, did we know about stopping humanization before um, it entered the market? No, uh, these, um, you know, we had to really move at the speed of science to really understand what is taking place in the market. But you didn't move at the speed of science. In fact, it turns out that you were 
basically lying to the American public and to the global public about the ability of these vaccines to stop transmission, which is an amazing, amazing thing. Because again, huge swaths of people who are pushing vax mandates. So I never pushed vaccine mandates. My company actually sued to prevent the Biden vax mandate from going forward in the United States with regards to OSHA. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But this was pushed on the basis that you would not infect mom and dad if you got the vax yourself. This was the, you did it for the community. You didn't just get the vax for yourself. You got the vax for the community. Well, if you got the vax for yourself, good for you. I mean, that was your choice. But again, the idea that was promoted, and it, it makes me really, really angry to be lied to by these people, especially because these people... But not that angry because, uh, like I say, my portfolio uh, went up uh, multiple index points. Then continue to claim their expertise. They continue to claim that we should believe them on everything. And then they whine that people don't believe the science. You never presented science. Instead, you presented a platonic lie about what exactly was going to happen if people took the vax. It was going to die down. Which, which he pushed. He pushed. And, and this is it now. He can, he can just walk away. Job's done. There would be no more transmission. And what's more, it turns out the Biden White House knew this and they promoted the lie anyway. This is truly amazing stuff here. According to the Washington Post, this was, this was basically glossed over in nearly all the media. I'm not sure anybody caught it. So the Washington Post did this long story. It came out just on Sunday or Saturday. It was called Inside the Successes, Missteps, and Failures of Biden's Early Presidency. And it was sort of a uh, recapitulation of the first year and two-thirds of the Biden presidency, which had been a gigantic failure. Uh, and Rafael Paulette, you're right. They're all changing their tune, hoping that uh, people will forget. And then, then they'll ride the rage train, right? And <laughs> what there's, there's some of us that have, and I, I, I played the science game. I said, wait for the data, wait for the data, and you know, I was adjusting as as data came through. And it was as soon as it was clear that it wasn't working, and we, we you know, I, I was already skeptical because of the gene transfection approach, but. Um, you know, there was a, how should I say, I, I, there, there was a correct way of doing it. Now, it, you know, if you, you could say that you were right by taking the, the oppositional um, position against it right from the start. And yeah, you could say you've got ideological purity in that sense. But I, I would have said the, the scientific thing to do was wait, wait and see what, see what emerges and then make your decision and that's that's what i that's what i pushed and yeah it didn't it didn't take very long for me to be able to say no i don't i don't see it working the way that it is doing we could see the efficacy dropping within weeks and as the data came out from the the leaked documents that there were many many issues surrounding um their study paradigm and and testing and so this should there should be consequences for those that just went with the party line right from the beginning and he did he did pushed it and how many people how many people went because they trust Shapiro
And they talk in this article about Joe Biden's COVID response. And here's what the Washington Post says, quote, from the start, Biden's COVID response was anchored around two ideas. He would follow the science and the science would show the way to ending the pandemic. After his first meeting with his COVID team, he gave them a pep talk. He said, I know this is going to be hard. I know there will be ups and downs. Things will not always go smoothly. But promise me this. You will tell me when there's a problem. You will put it on the table and together we can solve it. For months afterward, he had a catchphrase he would use. Tell me what to do, docs, the president would frequently say. But the reality was more complicated. Pfizer BioNTech announced after the 2020 elections that their vaccine was more than 90% effective at preventing infection. We and God, I made bank with that. You plebs didn't. <laughs> you plebs ended up in hospital. Uh, I just, uh, did, did uh, Ben take it? Weeks later, Moderna announced over 94% efficacy at preventing infection. We still have not seen where that data came from since it turns out not to be remotely true. That was the data that people like me were citing back in December 2020 when we suggested that it was important to get the vaccine. Again, being anti-mandate, because I don't believe that the government should mandate this sort of stuff, because... Again, the vaccine protects you once you take it yourself. And the number of people who couldn't take the vaccine was, was vanishingly low. But the, the stats that were being put out there by Moderna and Pfizer apparently were just not true. Nearly everything the president and his scientific advisors assumed for the next six months hinged on those numbers, even though it become clear that summer that the vaccines, though highly effective at stopping death and hospitalization, did a far <laughs> Again, pushing that line, and I'm, I'm, not, so, I'm not so sure about those those data I'm not so sure in in the context of all the increased death that we have right now I I don't I don't think that you can confidently state those uh those premises like he just did no way no how worst job of blocking infection than originally expected as potency waned and new more transmissible variants emerged okay so this is the Washington Post admitting that by June of 2021, it was perfectly clear that the vaccines were not actually stopping transmission. Still, the political imperative remained, says the Washington Post. As the July 4th celebration drew closer, Biden flagged to his staff that they need to add some caveats to his remarks, echoing the warnings he had been issuing about potential variants in the weeks prior. His top advisors worked to scale back the tone, cutting several overly triumphant lines and added some fine print with cautions like COVID-19 has not been vanquished. But the event went on as planned and the message delivered was ultimately one of victory. Biden said we are emerging from the darkness. Just three weeks later, spurred in part by a Delta outbreak among a highly vaccinated population in Provincetown, Massachusetts, the centers. Anna says Shapiro is not the only one. Many, many push these mRNA shots, even though FDA's marks specifically said these are leaky vaccines. I am mere retired CPA, went into a rabbit hole and learned what this really meant. That was all in 2020. Early on, I happened upon someone called Dr. Tenpenny, and she spoke about multiple mechanisms of potential containment. That was spring 2021. Um, if he, his wife, and his kids got the jab, then his anger has a long way to go. That Angie was his face research is chilling. That Ange was his face research is chilling. I don't know what that means. Um, for disease control and prevention, recommended that even fully vaccinated people wear masks indoors. 62% of the nation approved of how Biden was handling the COVID pandemic in late June, shortly before he gave the speech. That number fell 10 percentage points to 52% approval in late August and September, 47% by November, says dragging down his... <laughs> it's October 2022. Not news, Ben. Not news. I mean, like I say, I'm. this looks like a conniving way to sneak out of any... Um, to appease his conscience. How how many people 
because they believed uh, based Ben Shapiro and uh, well, facts don't care about your feelings but you know, what, what facts are you wielding Ben You're just a fucking talking head, and you you try to get in there and 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 nudge populations, and no doubt there were um, benefits coming towards you because of it. Uh, how many Pfizer and Moderna sale reps turned up on his doorstep and said, eh, you know, give it, give us a mention, give us a mention. Look at look at our numbers. See, see, no, ninety four, ninety four percent efficacy rating. Without understanding any of it. Overall rating, according to the Washington Post, ABC News polling. We go with what we know at the time with the best possible information with what the experts are telling us. And we do our best, said Mike Donilon, a senior Biden advisor. That is an amazing sequence of events. So according to the Washington Post, again, they said that it was clear that the potency was waning, that people were getting infected. And Biden went ahead and declared independence anyway because he needed the win. And then he went ahead and tried to backfill that by suggesting a vax mandate. And remember, this remained the Biden line up until today is that you need a vax mandate in the workplace. He's still suing to get OSHA to force employees to get vaccinated. On what basis? On what basis? On the basis that the vaccines are supposed to stop transmission. But we now know that we were lied to by everyone. We were lied to by the scientists. We were lied to by Pfizer. We were lied to by the government. We were lied to by the Biden administration. We were lied to. I don't like being lied to. I don't know about you. There. There. There's a, li there's a little smirk. There's a little smirk. I don't like being lied to. He's got a little smirk there. Because he knows he's been lying to his audience by Pfizer. We were lied to by the government. We were lied to by the Biden administration. We were lied to. I don't like being lied to. I don't know about you. And it makes me not believe these people. Now, again, I think that it can be easy to take this too far. I think there are people out there who will say, I will never believe. Am I, am I, am I seeing things? an amazing sequence of events. So according to the Washington Post, again, they said that it was clear that the potency was waning, that people were getting infected. And Biden went ahead and declared independence anyway because he needed the win. And then he went ahead and tried to backfill that by suggesting a vax mandate. And remember, this remained the Biden line up until today is that you need a vax mandate in the workplace. He's still suing to get OSHA to force employees to get vaccinated. On what basis? On what basis? On the basis that the vaccines are supposed to stop transmission. But we now know that we were lied to by everyone. We were lied to by the scientists. We were lied to by Pfizer. We were lied to by the government. We were lied to by the Biden administration. We were lied to. I don't like being lied to. I don't know about you. And it makes smirking. me not believe He's smirking when he says it. Now, again, I think that it can be... I, I swear to God. Easy to take this too far. I think there are people out there who will say, I will never believe any doctor who talks to me again about this stuff. I will never believe the CDC. I will... No, what it just means is that you have to now verify. But you can't use them as an expert heuristic. You now actually do have to do your own research. And that's a problem because society doesn't have time for that. When you are no, no longer able to go to a plumber and when you're no longer able to go to the mechanic because they're all bad at their jobs, you're no longer able to go to anybody. You can't go to your doctor because your doctor... Then I feel that Ben is giving off more shame, guilt than Ira. Um, I don't know, but I, de I definitely see him give a smirk when he's talking about, I don't like being lied to.
I see it. He was lying. And did he take it? Did he take it? Did his family take it? Or did they come up with some, uh, it's not kosher, so we don't have to take it reason? <laughs> Is that what happened here? He he skipped it, hoping that all you rubes would take it, and he wouldn't have to. So he kept telling you to take it. Oh, yeah, of course. Don't forget uh, Nurse Campbell. Doctor might be lying to you. What are you supposed to do exactly? You can't be a jack of all trades. The answer is we need to build up new institutions. Now, look, I'm going to agree with uh, our little friend here, because I do think he's a little piccolino man. Um, what he says here is very, very important. It's a line that I've taken, and I, I've held it consistently right from right from the beginning of this. We must, we have to. It's imperative if we're going to pull out of the nosedive that we're in, dismantle these institutions, academic, government, military, corporate. We need to wind it all back. Get back to some base, base reality, and have have people in there who are not so subject to um, what you'd call it, just herd mentality, lick spittle herd mentality. The answer is that we need to build up alternative institutions that we can actually trust. Yes, but that's going to. Uh, McCann Dojo, <laughs> or, or if you want something a little bit more professional, you want to see the professional side, uh, synaptechlabs.com. Take a long time and serious effort, and that's going to have to be a major American project. Everybody who's involved in this sort of stuff needs to be thrown out of office. Christ, I ain't pain as he strikes you. Funny. If they're in the private sector, they need to be fired. There may need to be actual criminal prosecutions if you are disseminating false health information to people on the basis of zero evidence. This is nasty and horrific. And, and again, the, the way that the, the Pfizer lady justified all of this, is she said, well, you know, there are certain studies that say we may have saved 20 million lives. Okay, well, let's say that that's true. You also lied to the public about this stuff in order to get them to do a thing you wanted them to do, which in free democracies is supposed to be bad. Yeah, it's people saying dupe and delight, little smirk, uh, take it back, slow it down, doc. Um... They, those are some eyebrows. Oh, what are you saying? I love my eyebrows. Keeps the sweat out. Um, yes, he said he and his wife did. Um, I could honestly vacuum clean my carpets with those eyebrows. <laughs> he took it. Okay. I don't believe for a second he took the real jab. Uh, likely what you say, not kosher. He's a paid shill. Maybe. Yeah. But like, like I say, I, I agree with what he was saying at the end. We have to dismantle these these institutions and get people in there who are not so susceptible to being sh shunted around by uh, government because of their lust for money. And you know we have to radically rethink the um, the way in which we do uh, public science in the institutions and curtail private science. 
Uh, Campbell Push variant that stopped listening after he reviewed medical studies of IVM in UK where patients died because it was administered too late. He was called out and did nothing. Um, none of the more informed influencers took it. Uh, Shupoff says, let it burn. Let it burn indeed. Um, See, we didn't just learn this about ineffectiveness. We knew that were breakthrough cases well over a year ago. We knew they knew maybe. Um, nothing is being dismantled. Not yet. Not yet. Um, let's see. Uh, I think he borrowed those brows, brows from Brooke Shields. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see, needs to go to the store. Uh, okay. Uh, let's see, lots of his eyebrows. Uh, I don't know about IVM. We're called to an exhaustive review. Subject was vaccine. He never pressed anyone, pushed anyone to take magic juice. He has that kind of honesty. I disagree and still disagree with him. A lot of things, but that's a reliable source for analysis. No, Campbell, Campbell pushed the vaccine. Um, very much so. Like he he went. How many did he have? Three or four. He was pushing it for quite some time. Um, he did have a few vax damaged people on his platform. Yes. Um, Headless rooster says not sure about the facial inflections. I let's like I say I I like my gut says he he did it, and it was about especially the sentence talking about being lied to. How much did he know that he was lying to his audience? That's that's what we're getting at here. So, um, all right, what else did I have? Because I, I had quite a bit of science I wanted to get to. So uh, we did Shahid's. Um, well, we have another Shahid. <laughs> Uh, former Defence Secretary Ashton Carter dies unexpectedly at 68. Now, look. This type of thing, people die at 68 of um, sudden cardiac events. I'm not sure if this is uh, uh, a sad, but um, I'm. We'll say it's an iffy shaheed. Maybe, maybe he can have half, half his virgins. And what did we have next? Did we have another shaheed? Yes, 18-year-old. Kayla Rose Lumpkins passed away. Kayla stepped into the breach when you little cowards will not do it. She went to sleep and never woke up. That's what we like to hear. We salute that Shahid and their dedication to making sure that Klaus can keep driving his cars and private jets. Um, she graduated with honours from top uh, percentage of her class at Neyman Forest High School in 2022. She had uh, three uh, doses. Um, she's probably been listening to Nurse Campbell. Uh, let's see, Doc, show this. Um, okay. Yeah, I've seen this. Today, <laughs> Canada is the only country in the G7 that has a free trade agreement with all G7 countries. trade as diversifying trade investing in Canadian businesses making sure that we're creating wealth we need assistance for a member medical assistance um, 
like I said, I've seen that. Does anyone know what happened to her? Is she a Shaheed? Is she a Shaheed? She can be that bright. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Uh, the mother is blaming Big Pharma. I blame the mother for allowing it. I blame Ben Shapiro. Uh, let's see. This fucking trolley looks like a chosen one. Uh, maybe. All right. So, um, in light of uh, all the Shahids, um, I wanted to uh, point to this ethical skeptic. Uh, so, the latest variant to come out of the block, uh, what are they calling BQ, is seeking out vaccinated individuals three to one over the unvaccinated and has a particular taste for those who were recently vaccinated as well and this is uh we're definitely getting into uh the get vandom bosch predictions and you know um how many how many people are we going to see keeling over in the winter months um so uh just to sort of you know what what you're looking at is uh this bq beginning to rise and then it's people who have been vaccinated here last dose less than three months ago 41 percent jump last dose three to five months whatever whatever that number is and um not vaccinated are doing uh, just fine uh yeah, Vanderbosch was in tears. Yeah, you know what? I still haven't watched the last video um, that he did, and I I should do it. Um, so uh, on light of that, um, heart attack death rates took a sharp turn and increased during the pandemic. Study shows, and again, I'm I'm of the opinion it's not all it's not all gene transfection. This virus as well. And, uh, well, it's a combination of the two now that we're going to see as uh, something like BQ makes a beeline for the uh, gene transfected. Um, we only give honor to true sheets. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, let's see. Campbell did call out the HCQ trial. Sergius Fair one. Um and I say cheered right as she fell. <laughs> but anyway, uh, if people want to look at this uh, data point, uh, here's the link. Um, I'm not going to get into that paper too much. There's, uh, I want to get to uh, this paper. Um, no, not that one. This one. Uh, SARS spike protein S2 subunit. But I do have a sore throat and I can feel my... I did have a sore throat, but, I can, but it's kind of gone away. But I can feel my throat sort of beginning to uh give out on me um increase in all cause mortality in germany um again uh you can see from around here would have been uh the rollout i guess that's the way of putting it. So, uh, what did I have next? Um, oh, another Shahid. <laughs> God, they keep coming. Uh, radio presenter Tim Goff dies during breakfast show. Um, radio presenter who died suddenly. Uh, I need to register to keep. 
let's see. Uh, died while presenting on air, has been described as a dear friend and all-round lovely man. Do we have that video, anyone, or that uh, clip? But those who worked with him, Tim Goff, 55, stepped into the breach. That's right. That's right, you cowards. Those of you still waiting on the sidelines. He did his duty. Died suddenly while hosting the Gen X Radio Suffolk Breakfast Show on Monday. Goff was thought to have been broadcasting from a studio at his home at the time. The station said it is with the heaviest of hearts. I have to inform you, our dear friend and breakfast host, Tim Goff, passed away this morning while presenting his programme. Uh, let's see, he left uh, son, sister, brother and mum. Tim was doing what he loved. He was 55 years old. James Hazel, the owner of the radio station, added, You may have heard me say today in an emotional state that I was not sure about the future of Gen X in light of the devastating news of Tim's death. Well, I'm now, because of the hundreds of loving messages, Tim was part of the building of Gen X Radio. I will not allow his hard work to amount to nothing. We're going to create the best radio station we possibly could. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, um... No, no mention of his gene transfection uh, status, but... We'll call it a Shahid. <laughs> From the airways to the ether, farewell Shahid. <laughs> uh, that's funny. <laughs> uh, let's see. Do I hear chanting? Yeah, well, we, we uh, salute the Shaheeds. And pour scorn on all you. <laughs> Chickens. Scaredy cats. Um, um, Alright, so... Funny. Let's just see if uh, anyone's uh, making sure that uh, old Kev stays away. Oh! Uh, I want to say thank you to... Uh, where do we go here? Uh, looks like... Uh, the Bay Area. Uh, we salute you. You can have... What have we had today? Uh, this. this. I must, uh, I'll, I'll do... do uh, what, what's his face? That is me. Uh, I am a legit scientist. All published and she... She... <laughs> Thank you, whoever that was in the Bay Area. Much, much appreciated. Um, Carl says he's waiting for his family members to start dropping him like flies. Look, um... You've... We pick them out, right? But we're not seeing the... Well, no, that's that's not true. We are seeing excess death. But is it is it going to get to the point where then they're just going to have to say no more live TV? <laughs> it's just... There's just too many people uh, just uh, keeling over. Um, but Sufyan says, shit, shit indeed. Uh... I just dropped you a tip for your trip. Thank you, Gianna. I, w I was uh, thinking that was you. So uh, much, much appreciated um, because the uh, trip isn't isn't cheap. Um, it's uh, it's not like airfares are way way higher than they used to be. I would say double. Um, but yeah, Gianna, uh, you're you're too generous. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, all right, let's uh, let's move on. What time is it? Four o'clock. So I did ethical skeptic. That I did that. Did that. Oh yeah, I wanted to speak to this. Um, so uh, of course, there's this um, 
restriction site study put out by um, I forget the uh, Valentin Brutal um, Alex Washburn and Vonnegan Van Dongen Van Dongen now um, I've like I say I'm not in a position I don't have the bench work or decades of experience to be able to pick apart that paper it's logically consistent in my mind but um, I know it's received some pushback but I want to I want to point out some logical failings that these individuals have have made um, while speaking publicly and um, let's see Oh, F. Uh, let's see. In other words, one of the main purposes of manipulating viruses is to better understand which parts of a virus make them particularly infectious, lethal, or transmissible. A related purpose is to develop bioweapons, but the authors of the new study reject the idea that this is why SARS-CoV-2 was made. They believe the virus was assembled in a lab via common methods used to assemble infectious clones pre-COVID. Um, but no, why, why reject it? You can't reject it. It has to stay on the table because we know that DOD funding was um, involved in the development of these agents. And if it was to do with medical countermeasures, then it's part of a bio-warfare program. You don't, you don't just get to dismiss it like that by um, narrowing down and loading, front loading with a question with, was it a bioweapon? The question should be, was it part of programs involved in biowarfare, defensive biowarfare research? So, um, yeah, if I'm going to pick an issue with these people, it's this statement. Um, you, you, you can't. Um, just dismiss in that way and um, what was it for well they were just fooling around in the laboratory were they uh, just just having a laugh having a laugh as they stuck in the furing cleavage site and the uh, amyloidogenic peptide sequences and the prion domain the receptor binding motif just having a laugh weren't they Uh, let's see, still talking about, um, uh, let's see, S2 preonergic mechanisms. Yeah, that's what I want to get to. And uh, I might just have to take a wee break. And there was another study that I wanted to quickly look at because this, well, it, it, it kind of stretches my understanding of biology but um in a way uh should we be surprised maybe maybe not um let's do this one so 
co-infection by influenza A virus and uh, they want to say uh, respiratory syntitial virus uh, when we should say chimpanzee coriza virus uh, we know it was uh, we know it's part of the uh, primate primate programs uh, from the early uh, 50s, 60s and 70s that uh, got funneled into the special virus cancer program never forget that so uh, interactions between respiratory viruses during infection affect transmission dynamics and clinical outcomes to identify and characterize virus virus interactions at the cellular level we co-infected human lung cells with influenza a virus and rsv super resolution microscopy live cell imaging scanning electron microscopy and cryoelectron tomography revealed extracellular and membrane associated filamentous structures consistent with hybrid viral particles we found that hybrid particles harbor surface glycoproteins and ribonucleoproteins of influenza and rsv hybrids use the rsv fusion glycoprotein to evade anti-influenza neutralizing antibodies and infect and spread among cells lacking the uh, influenza virus uh, receptors. Finally, we show that uh, influenza and RSV co-infection in primary cells of the bronchial epithelium results in viral proteins from both viruses co-localizing at the apical surface. Our observation defined a previously unknown interaction between respiratory viruses that might affect virus pathogenes pathogenesis by expanding virus tropism and enabling immune evasion. Uh, in a situation where we know that um, we're dealing with a insult to the immune system through the um, HIV-like elements um, binding to dendritic cells of the immune system, also binding to CD8 cells, possibly CD4. Um, and now, now... <laughs> We're finding that uh, oh, RSV and uh, influenza can concoct a special brew, and um, they they make uh, some interesting structures. Let me just well, Philopodia we're uh, familiar with, but um, here we can see um, the, the viral particle, and it's a sort of five pronged affair uh, or unle unless these are the individual viruses <coughs> but my my sort of understanding was that, that they were taking the whole of this structure as being um the the, the hybrid and <laughs> What can I say? It could it could be a very chaotic winter. Um, let's see. Let me catch up with the chat real quick. Um, Campbell showed absolutely no remorse for the lives that were lost. Uh, yeah. Uh, Grant Mitchell says... Uh, jittering and jittering, jittering and jittering of viruses... Uh, saw Campbell get outraged by dodgy science in one episode. Two days later, he was back on the narrative. Yeah. 
One, create virus for fear. Two, jab scaredy people and destroy their immune systems. Three, release death virus to kill the jabbed. Smile as they eat their pudding. Yeah. Uh, oh, wait. They can't have the pudding because they didn't eat the meat. <laughs> um, let's see. My last comment about Nurse Campbell. People in this stream were pointing out the hijinks of the IVM study and he totally ignored everyone. He's been bought and sold. Yeah. Uh, super flu. Yes. Which idiot has given Grant a wrench? <laughs> Me. <laughs> uh, let's see. No racist talk. <laughs> yeah. Hydras. Yeah, there's your Hydras. <laughs> Shout out, Alberto. <laughs> We've found our Hydras. Um. Uh, it's all in vitro, Doc. What does it tell us against an active, healthy immune system? Um, I don't know. Um, how many people have active, healthy immune systems after a good dose of COVID? <laughs> or gene transfection? That, that's the question. And um, th these uh, viruses recombining in, in this manner is... Um, unusual, I would say. It, it sort of it sort of breaks my my understanding. And and look the the process of sort of naming clades of viruses and uh, subclades, etc. Um, I think it's a bit of a dark art, and this kind of throws a monkey wrench into all of that. But there's there it is um and it is a odd odd looking structure now i would presume that there were movies but i'm not going to have time for that and i want to get to this paper I'll, I'll miss out the um these other stuff i'll have to do it another day and i've got to got to take a wee break but we'll get to uh sars-cov-2 spike protein s2 subunit i to shout out laura uh in the discord for uh, putting this paper in the pre-on folder, um, I'd, I'd missed it. And uh, subunit modulates gamma secretase and enhances amyloid beta production in COVID-19 neuropathy. It's going to be an interesting one, folks. But please, please, um, just bear with me a second. I need a wee break.
so Hooper was asking uh, where in Texas. I can give you the address again. It's the Hilton, uh, Shadow Creek, um, Pearland. Uh, here's the address. Doc, I'd stay in Texas with the shit that's going on near Japan. Um, what shit's going on near Japan? Everything's pretty normal here. Um, you have to excuse me. I'm, I'm starving, hungry. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, there's the address. Um, if you want to go. Oh, apparently, uh, one uh, one YouTube channel is uh, not working. I wonder where that is. Uh, never mind. Um, let me just catch up with the chat real quick. Uh, boosters seem to be causing shingles. I know three people have got shingles after jabs. Um, yeah, I've heard that a lot. Um, let's see. Okay, thanks. I will compare your claims with what you said a bit. Maybe we'll poke you back on Discord. Do you have more on the alleged 200 times higher HCQ doses used in trials? I'm still around three to four times use in a recovery trial, which is already huge. Enough to rig the whole thing. Proof of incompetence. Well, yeah, just again, uh, look at the surgesphere scandal. Uh, let's see, singles also occur when you have a compromise. Yep, they do. Three people in my daughter's work all of a sudden have cancer. One is eye cancer. <laughs> How old are they? Um, I can only hear Doc, frozen screen. Uh, no, it looks looks all good my end. Um, let's see, I want to uh, check, 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 check. Moment. Where's it gone? This. Who's going to Texas? I don't know. Um. Do, do, do. I'd stay in Texas with it. I did that. Um. Really? No planes? No. Um. Uh, thanks, Doc. Nine-hour drive, one way for me. Yikes. Um, can you discuss the recombinant nature of the virus? Is this rare? Um, the, the SARS or the flu and the respiratory syncytial virus? Um, again, what we know is recombination is common for um, SARS-like viruses. The... Um, and I think it's like Ralph Barrick has put a, a, a figure of like sort of 25% or something is uh, a, a sort of undergoing recombination of one, some form or another. I think the number was um, some hot milk, but I, I grabbed some milk, um, but my, my throat is, uh, it's really struggling right now. Yeah, I've got some. I've got some uh, fatty ham and some milk to try and help the throat. It does help. But um, Amy came. Thank you. Uh, thank you for the uh, concern. All right. Um, let us 
let us get on with this study because um, it sounds incredibly, incredibly interesting. Um, right up, right up uh, alley, as I would say. Um, seems to be a uh, letter. So, dear editor. So SARS-CoV-2 spike protein S sub-2 units modulates gamma secretase and enhances amyloid beta production in COVID-19 neuropathy. Dear editor, SARS-CoV-2 induced multilineage neural cell dysregulation has been documented. SARS-CoV-2 infection elevates neuroinflammation, alters brain structure, leads to abnormal accumulation of neurodegenerative amyloid phosphorylated tau. There's also uh, work um, which indicates that it does um, impact alpha-synuclein as well and increases the risk of cognitive impairment in COVID-19 patients. However, the mechanism underlying neurological dysfunction following SARS-CoV-2 infection remains largely unknown. To evaluate long-term impact of SARS-CoV-2 infection to the brain, uh, humanized transgenic mice, as described previously, were intranasally infected with a single low dose of prototype SARS-CoV-2 and maintained for up to 30 days post-infection. Presence of SARS-CoV-2 was found in cortex at 7 days post-infection, but not at 30 days post-infection, by the viral spike protein immunostaining. We found a remarkable activation of IBA1 plus microglia and GFAP positive astrocytes in the hippocampus and cortex of infected mice at 30 dpi, suggesting a persistent neuroinflammation. We looked for further brain changes by analyzing transcriptomics of the hippocampal tissue at 30 days post-infection. A series of dysregulated genes or pathways were identified in response to SARS-CoV-2 infection. Gene ontology analysis revealed that the upregulated genes were mainly enriched in pathways related to antiviral immune response and aging, while the downregulated genes were enriched in neuronal function-related pathways such as synaptic vesicle clustering, specifically the neuroinflammatory genes TREM2, IFM3, GFAP were significantly upregulated, whereas the neuronal genes MAP2 and synapsin2 were downregulated. Unexpectedly, mRNA levels of amyloid precursor protein uh, processing related genes such as BASE1, AF1, presenilin1, and PSEN nicastrin and PSEN were unchanged. Um, the upregulation up of TREM2 and GFAP, the downregulation of MAP2 and SYN2, and the unalteration of BASE1 and PSEN1 were validated by quantitative real-time PCR. Such expression patterns were also observed in the brain transcriptomic dataset obtained from COVID-19 patients by single-nucleus RNA sequencing. Um, what they did humans as well. Such expression patterns were also observed in brain transcriptomic dataset from COVID-19 patients. Uh, supplementary free ANC. Oh, we'd probably better look at that. Um, these results suggest that the presence of the neurodegenerative hallmarks in COVID-19 brain might not be regulated at the transcriptional level, but through an unknown regulatory mechanism. 
So there you go, telling you that we have lots to learn. And again, I would I would never, ever be so presumptuous as to say that we fully understand the uh, disease-causing mechanisms. Do I, do I think we have a handle on the targets and stuff? Yes. Yes, I do. Um, but the, uh, the, the molecular stuff at, at the small level, that's not my um, area. I'm a, a systems individual and I'm interested in the uh, sort of secondary, tertiary responses, the behavioral effects, the, um, the gross um, anatomical changes that occur. Um, but I'll do my best to uh, guide you through this paper so let's see probably have to do a split screen Okay, so, oh shit, you don't see You don't see the paper. <laughs> Sorry, you haven't missed any figures. This is the first figure, so. Um, paper not on screen. Yeah, I, I do apologize. Um, my, my mistake. My mistake. Uh, let's see. Wow, there are 70 people watching on Rumble and 70 people watching on other channels and I'm, yeah, makes the old doc happy. People want to come here and listen. All right, so transgenic mice were being, oh, of course, you can't have an independent zoom on there. So transgenic mice, they were transfected with SARS-CoV-2. Some euthanized at seven days, others euthanized at 30 days post-infection. B, uh, enrichment analysis of representative biological process in hippocampal RNA data at 30 days DPI. Um, A to C expression pattern of representative genes. And just, okay, um... Enriched by upregulated genes, red. Enriched by downregulated genes. So biological processes, aging, enriched. Response to mechanical stimulus, enriched. Cell matrix adhesion, enriched. Negative regulation of WNT signaling pathway. Uh, lung alveolus development. Fatty acid beta oxidation. Positive regulation of epithelial to mesenchymal transition. Positive regulation of BMP signaling pathway. Pos oh, I did that one. No. Epithelial cell migration. Response to interferon gamma. Sperm axinom assembly. Cerebral spinal fluid circulation. Hyperosmotic salinity response and um, down-regulated neuron migration, axonogenesis, positive regulation of synapse assembly, synapse organization, synapse assembly, adult behavior, endosomal transport, synaptic vesicle, endocytosis, 
positive regulation of exocytosis. I, mean, I just want to go back here and uh, how, do, how do they characterize genes, genes associated with uh, adult behavior? What does that cover? Um, positive regulation of exocytosis, synaptic vesicle exocytosis, neurotransmitter secretion, clathrin co-assembly, synaptic vesicle clustering. <laughs> And um, let's see, these are what they're saying were upregulated. SIP, MAP2, SIN2, APP. Okay, doesn't, um, doesn't mean a whole bunch to me, but um, you can see that there is some neuroinflammatory uh, increase here. And I guess... Uh, Amyloid precursor protein and phosphorylated tau, we can see um, some upregulation here. So what is D, E, F, G, and H? Um, beta actin. D to G, sorry. A to C, yeah, we did that as indicated. D to G co uh, IP assays of anti flag monoclonal antibody in HEC 293 cells transfected with vector SS1 flag or SS2 flag together with MYC tagged PEN2. So um, we, I'm guessing that uh, as they're looking at um, S2 in isolation, they're They've got to get a, a recombinant type protein um, to do this. And I guess they're um, so I'm, won I'm wondering I'm wondering if the claims they're making in their paper <clears throat> because they've they've transfected the mice with SARS CoV two, but now now we're looking at um, results from uh, cell culture um, okay so here we can see s1 s2 okay and I guess um, that's the, the weight and then is this to show that you get Pen to see a lot. A lot of these uh, gene markers, I'm I'm not that familiar with. Um, but each one seems to display beta actin. And all right, let's just see if we can extract something from their text. Uh, so together with MYC tag pen two, yeah, yeah. yeah. Co-IP assays of anti-flagmine colonial antibody in HEC-293 cells co-transfected with MYC tagged PEN2, APH, PS1, and NC2 together with S2 flag I. Uh, SS2. So HEC-293 cells were transfected with expression vector. 
uh, yeah, an increasing amount of prototype SS2 flag in 12 well plates for 86 hours. Um, C99 were transduced with lentivirus carrying prototyped S. <laughs> that just uh, like the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. Um, well, different virus, but um, again, similar gene gene transfection technologies. Uh, let's see. The production of AICD red arrows in INJ was examined by immunoblot analysis. Oh, someone's trying to contact me. Uh, uh, hang on one second. Uh, are we are we live on YouTube? We are, right? Which uh, which address am I going out from? Uh, there you go. I think that should work for you. Uh, Commander Rixie uh, joining the chat. Uh, let's see. So, I, mice, mouse primary neurons were isolated from embryonic brains and cultured in 24 well plates. Neurons were transduced with lentivirus carrying empty vector, prototyped SS2 or IFIT M3 for 36 hours. The amyloid beta 40 left and amyloid beta 42 right levels in supernatants were quantified by ELISA methods. Okay. So, amyloid beta 40, amyloid beta 42, and SS2 increases the, um, the amyloid burden in both, in both uh, mouse primary cultures. Um, is that Wuhan virus? No, it's, well, I don't, uh, the... SARS-CoV-2 virus here. I'm guessing it's some some recombinant clone. They didn't say it was uh, a natural or, or origin or, or cultured strain, I should say, synthetic. Uh, as is the um, expression of the S2 subunit in these motor neurons. So, you know, you can make the argument that this there's a lack of sort of face validity with respect to the disease because, well, you know, are you are you going to be directly uh, assaulting motor neurons in this case? I would say what this paper does is just um, it lends it lends weight to the observation that um, your there's a risk. There's a risk for amyloidosis and all the prion-like disorders that we associate around um, around it and other um, abnormal proteins. So anyway, that's um, this little graph is probably the most uh, important one. <laughs> okay. So far, so far, maybe maybe we see something else right now. So um, we've got some uh, immunofluorescence of the hippocampus here. Um, 
Representative anti-amyloid beta antibody staining of cortical and hippocampal sections in APP. Uh, Charles made it in. So it's Charles. Did Charles make it in? So, um, I don't know how clear it is for you, but you can see that there are little red dots lighting up and um, now it's saying AAV vector, AAV, oh, I see, this is the control, uh, just the um, adenovirus vector and this uh, expressing the S2 subunit okay um, pretty clear and da, 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 da. let's go down together let's do this uh, Charles shows up, and then uh, so does uh, so do the uh, porno bots. He's <laughs> just irresistible, Charles. But uh, good to see you. Um, um I just I just wonder if that's the only. Is that the only figure? Because that sort of that sort of pretty much covers the um, the whole of the paper. So S S two is uh, causing the emergence of what were they staining for? Amyloid beta. Amyloid beta in cortex and hippocampus. Okay. Um, interesting. All right. Let's go down What's this. So they go on to say, uh, to explore potential mechanisms underlying COVID-19 related neuropathology, we tested whether SARS-CoV-2 membrane protein plays a role in this process. Um, yeah, well, the membrane protein we know has um, quite a strong uh, prion-like domain in it. Um, it was something that, you know, when I, I was sort of liaising with Drastic and uh, Adrian and they were going through it and I was saying, you know, the <laughs> Lab Leak stuff is interesting and whatnot, but uh, if you if you get out that there's this, um, this 
Prion stuff, uh, you could get it. It would have far, far more. Well, would it? I don't know. I mean, in my mind, it has far more impact. Uh, but that's uh, that's just me. It's my uh, my little hobby horse. I like to go charging around on. Uh, let's see. Everywhere you go, your browsing history goes with you. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, so do, 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 do. they were looking at uh, the membrane protein, the gamma secretase complex, comprising N2. Um, all right. So let's remind ourselves what this is, gamma secretase complex. So it's a multi-subunit protease complex itself an integral membrane protein that cleaves single piles transmembrane proteins at residues within the transmembrane domain. Proteases of this type are known as intramembrane proteases. The most well-known substrate of gamma secretase is amyloid precursor protein, large integral membrane protein that when cleaved by both gamma and beta secretase produce a short and uh, short 37 to 43 amino acid peptide called amyloid beta, whose abnormally folded fibriliform is the primary component of amyloid plaques found in the brains of Alzheimer's patients. Gamma secretase is also critical in the related processing of several other type 1 integral membrane proteins such as NOTCH, ERB B4, E-cadering, N-cadering, Efrin B2, or CD44. Um, can we, there we go, that's, uh, gamma secretase, look at it, a thing, a thing of beauty. Um, okay, so the gamma secretase complex comprising PEN, AF, PS1, NCT is a critical membrane complex contributing to amyloid beta production in Alzheimer's disease pathogenesis. Initially, we conducted co-immunoprecipitation in HEC-293 cells and found that SARS-CoV-2 spike S2 subunit, but not S1 protein, interacted in individually with PEN2, APH1, and PS1, and NCT. Oh, that's uh, figures 1E to 1F. Okay. Um... Do we have to go back and look at that? Okay. Uh, and even bound to all these four components. For, uh, yes, yes, yes. The inverse co-IP could validate the interactions between SS2 and PS1 or NCT. I'm not going for the supplementary data. My, my voice won't take, won't, won't take it to determine whether C-terminal transmembrane domain in uh, SS2 constitutes the structural basis for its interaction with gamma secretase. We examined membrane protein of SARS-CoV-2 but found no interaction with PEN2 and PS1. Okay. Um, suggesting a specific interaction between S2 and gamma secretase. We next performed glutathione S-transferase pull-down and found that SS2 can directly bind to PS1 and NCT. Okay. Not, um, not that illuminating for me. Okay, so it's binding, uh, it's binding all these, um, 
proteins and I guess as a consequence the normal cleaving for the amyloid beta is going to be messed up. I guess that's the um, their take home. Right. So immunohistochemistry assay showed the co-localization of S2 with gamma secretase components individually in HeLa cells and in the brain sections of infected mice. Okay. SARS-CoV-2 Omicron variant spike S2 subunit possesses six mutations compared to the prototype. To see whether these mutations would interfere with its interaction with gamma secretase, co-IP assay in HEC-293 cells showed that Omicron SS2 not only interacted efficiently with PS1 and NC2, but also had a comparable binding capacity to PS1 and NC2 as prototyped SS2, suggesting Omicron is capable of binding to gamma secretase. And this, I would argue, is the sort of... Um, the molecular mechanisms of, of why you would see long hauler type states even though you can get a mild respiratory type infection. So an enzymatic cleavage of the APP by both beta secretase and gamma secretase acting together produces amyloid beta, which can cause widespread neuropathy within brain and is a pathological hallmark of Alzheimer's disease. The cleavage site of gamma secretase is located on C-terminal APP and only contains the cleavage site of gamma secretase. As a result, APP intracellular domain at C-terminal, C99 domain, is produced by gamma secretase cleavage. If that means anything to you, uh, congratulations. To examine whether the interaction between SS2 and gamma secretase modulates the cleavage activity, we initially detected the production of AICD. Immunoblot showed the prototyped SS2 promoted the production of flag-tagged AICD, whereas the expression of amyloid precursor protein and NCT was largely unchanged. This was validated by the observation of the increased production of flag-tagged AICD in U251C99 cells. Um, similarly, Omicron SS2 also increased the production of flag-tagged AICD, while the expression of APP and PS1 was unchanged. These results demonstrate that the increased production of AICD from the APP cleavage was caused by S2 modulation of gamma secretase. Okay, so um, what's the take home from that? The, um, yeah, the S2 of Omicron is still problematic um, at the neural level. Uh, let's see, HEC APP695 cells transfected with protopipe SS2, but not the M, produced higher levels of amyloid beta 40 that non-transfected cells via enzyme-linked immunoabsorbent assay, while a similar increase of amyloid beta was also observed upon transfection with IFIT-M3 as a positive control. Now, I'm interested to know what precisely IFIT-M3 is and what its role is in um, interferon-induced transmembrane protein-3. Um, it plays a critical role in the immune system's defense against swine flu, where heightened levels of IFIT-M3 keep viral levels low. Um, um, 
What about amyloid? Innate immunity, IFIT, or interferon modulates gamma secretase in Alzheimer's disease. I mean, this is a pretty recent paper, Nature 2020. The expression of IFIT M3 is increased with aging and in mouse models expressed. Yeah, yeah. Furthermore, knockout of IFIT M3 reduces gamma secretase activity and the formation of amyloid plaques in a transgenic mouse. All right. Um, so this is the double-edged sword of your immune system, I guess. And, you know, and this gets into, you know, is amyloid per se a bad thing? It, you know, it might be doing a job and the you know i i often wonder how much of it is sort of like uh velcro or something to stick down toxic uh peptide sequences and this is why i think the um the plaque the plaque busters don't um don't work you probably might just make the situation worse because you're just going to release a bunch of uh, toxins. So uh, there's much to there's much to learn about amyloid, and it's of course um, it's of course associated, right? You can't you can't say that it's not part of the disease process in these neurodegenerative conditions. Um, but I think we we for sure have a lot more to learn about uh, its role, etc. All right. Anyway, let's move on. So we found out what IFM3 was. To further evaluate this effect, we use neuronal cells, including U251 and mouse primary neurons, both endogenously expressing APP protein, lentiviral transduction of prototyped SS2 or IFM3, invariably cause the increase of alpha, uh, sorry amyloid beta. 40 and 42 uh, as compared to empty vector lentivirus transduction. Um, uh, as expected, mouse primary neurons transduced with lentiviral Omicron SS2 produced higher amyloid beta and, oh, interesting. Interesting. So... Suppose we better look at that. Oh, wow, you might just, uh, <laughs> fuck you. All right, once that's downloading. What they uh, they they literally send it as a as a word document? No way! How fucking lazy!
They do. Unbelievable. Like uh, like you gonna you wanna be opening documents from China. <laughs> What did they say? S6. Primary mouse neurons. Okay. Why? Why is it so? It, it's not clear to me why the Omicron is. They're saying it's higher, higher than what? Just the regular vector. I mean, it's it seems orders of magnitude higher. I guess I guess these are non-neuronal cells, and then. These are neuronal cells, and um, okay, um, just out of interest, let's go back. I think I'm going to full page now. Where were we? Okay, so these results demonstrate that SARS-CoV-2 spike S2 subunit can modulate gamma secretase to increase amyloid beta production. Okay, I, I agree. I agree. You've, you've beat me into the ground with, uh, with, your, with your tiny little graphs um okay so to investigate whether s2 modulates gamma secretase in vivo we examined hippocampal and cortical tissues of app psen whatever hereafter referred to as app ps1 delta e9 mice which have a mutated human uh, app swedish mutation and the human psen ps1 lacking exon uh Two months after AAV delivery of SS2, immunohistochemistry showed a widespread overexpression of S2 in hippocampal tissues. Measurement of soluble and insoluble amyloid beta levels using ELISA showed that soluble amyloid beta 42 species, but not insoluble amyloid beta 40 and 42 and soluble 40 were markedly increased in cortical tissue of the mice with spike uh, S2 overexpression relative to empty vector group. Uh, similarly, immunostaining showed a significant increase of amyloid beta burden in cortical and hippocampal tissue of these mice after S2 delivery. Okay, 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 okay. So the delivery of S2 increased the amyloid beta plaque deposited area in cortical and hippocampal tissues. Overall expression of SARS in hippocampus exacerbated amyloid beta burden.
WTYL getting glitchy. How dare you, sir? How dare you? There's no way it's getting glitchy. Uh, all right. So, neuroinflammation and important. For God, that milk was good. There's only a little bit left. Right, so neuroinflammation, important factor in uh, dementia pathogenesis, promotes amyloid beta pathology, a significant increase in uh, IBA1 microglia, GFAP astrocytes was observed in hippocampal tissues after delivery of S2 staining of microglial marker, TMEM119 validated elevated neuroinflammation following S2 delivery. These results demonstrated that S2 overexpression increased amyloid beta deposit and caused neuroinflammation in AB pathology mice. Both the area covered by new N labeled neuronal cells and the thickness of new N labeled CA1 subfield were not significantly altered in hippocampal tissues following S2 delivery, suggesting that S2 overexpression might not cause neuronal loss after AAV delivery for two months. Mm. So again, this this sort of calls into question the um, the actual toxicity of amyloid in this instance, and Feswoody um, says, since Omicron was not a natural mutation of Cov, is it possible it was released to lessen the impact of the original lab version? Um, that's something that's a hypothesis that I'm comfortable with. Um, maybe. Um, all right, so in summary, we've identified the S2 subunit as a gamma secretase modulatory protein and revealed a previously unknown mechanistic insight into COVID-19 related neuropathological sequelae. Um, a systematical examination of multiple Omicron subvariants on potential brain dysfunction would be inspired in future studies. The spike protein could function as an immune switch to decrease, in increase gamma secretase activity and amyloid beta production and contribute to neurological changes in COVID-19 patients. And um, yeah, I'd, I don't have a problem with the data presented here. It, it's the models are, um, well, you know, there's some construct and face validity criteria when using the um, disease model mice. Um, they, they make allusions to human patients in the study, but um, I'm not looking through all their supplementary data. There's, there's a lot of it. Um, Diagram of the mechanism of the current study. Okay. So half two, make S2 unit. There's gamma secretase. I guess what it breaks it down into these subcomponents here that are then cut. And then we get our amyloid. Um, 
and promotes its enzymatic cleavage of amyloid protein precursor to enhance the production of APP intracellular domain and amyloid beta species. Now, again, the, the issue with these models is um, A plus B equals quote unquote. So, you know, what are what is the steps in these arrows, right? It's all very um, abstracted and um, you, you're going to miss a lot. That's what that's why a lot of it can sort of come across as a bit um, uh, like techno babble. And um, the you know what was what was the most convincing part of this study i think the measurements of amyloid in the um in the cultures of the of motor neurons was interesting and the what else was stand out for me um Well, the fact that Omicron has the same same capacity still, so we we need to do a lot lot more work on uh, this aspect. And again, you know, that was that that was the people down the hall who did that stuff. Uh, I was more uh, systems and leaping monkeys type of person. So, you know, I don't I don't know. I'm not going to have huge insights saying, oh, you've missed this uh this enzymatic step here and um and i'm sure i'm sure there are some people who who could do that um but the the systematic identification of amyloid in this case um fits with the clinical picture so um and that's a, a hit i guess uh Doc Kevin, you won't go so far as to say this was to depopulate us, will you? Um, n no, because I think that there would be better ways of doing it if they wanted to do it. Um, but I, I, again, I, under the it, in the current environment, I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dismiss those hypotheses. I'm the whole point of my streaming was to have filters wide open to look at edge cases. It's why I spend time looking at uh, looking at the no virus people, right? It, it's just we have to scoop up as much as we can and sort through, you know, what's what's decent data from the alternative side and also the orthodox side, and then try and keep both sides uh, honest somewhat. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll make some progress. Um, you know, I think the uh, the no virus side has good insight with respect to nutritional aspects that you could be taking. They have a more sort of positive, uh, uh, no, I won't say, um, the, the focus on nutrition and terrain um, is important, but I'm, I'm to say that allopathic medicine completely ignores that. I, I think is a canard from their side. But um, you know, it's all I get. Like I say, I can only do my best in trying to um, interpret these papers. And like I say, the way the way that I do it is to, like I say, you're getting my reaction 
to it in in real time now um you could you could go back or i could go back and study in depth the paper and do a more journal club like presentation but um people have told me that they like uh the the read-throughs and um seeing where i have to check and you know what what makes me stop and pause so um i'm gonna i'm gonna keep doing that um all the time that there is uh papers to to read uh let's see um uh charles rixie on twitter yeah please charles uh follow charles on twitter for me fish rugged substack uh com uh you can get his work there uh Charles says, Tets and Tets found six PRDs in SARS-CoV-2. That's the most of any coronavirus. Indeed, sir, indeed. Uh, Charles, uh, there's the um, webinar with uh, uh, Clyde Lewis. I've sent a message to Jay and... Um, oh, I wanted to send a message to uh, Mark. That will be, I want to say, the 29th, the Saturday... Saturday, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, I think it. I think it's going out on radio, uh, but I, I don't know. He's putting it behind a paywall, but I'll stream it. Let's see, not seeing the bot. Got no blocks. Uh, Federman, I used to live in his city. His corruptness was epic. He and he left his shitty neighbourhood in the same condition he found it. Maybe worse. Um, I don't know what that means. Uh, kudos to sharpshooting mods. Yes. Um, we've got uh, some very, very good mods. Uh, I don't believe the WTYL video, WTYL video is getting glitchy. It's not possible. Uh, same for me, reload, fixed it for now. Um, Pedro says, got to rewind to the start of the show. Well, there's many Shahids to see at the start of the show. Um, it's uh, quite impressive. Um, let's see. Even Gates said it was over after Omicron. Yeah, um, I do. Well, this winter will tell us what... what what we're dealing with and it, you know if the excess deaths keep on the same trajectory that they are right now it doesn't look good and at some point they're going to have to be asking what's causing it because they keep they keep labeling it non-covid well okay <laughs> why why are uh 20 year 20 year olds face planting why are people who think they must be in good enough health that they would want to perform on stage, perhaps, to be giving speeches, are uh, uh, suddenly keeling over? I mean, I, I don't remember that many people wigging out on uh, TV, live TV. It was a rarity for that kind of thing to happen. Um, 
Jabs and COVID are the problem. The reaction and solutions are coming for the side effects. Profit. Uh, yeah, I don't have a problem with that. Uh, Doc, you should contact Jeff Rents. I mean, who wouldn't want to go on Jeff Rents? <laughs> I'd love to go on Jeff Rents. Let's see. Sax is reporting back to the WEF for his next orders. Uh, maybe. I'd like I say, let's see if he... Um, will come through and uh yes charles is confirmed for uh the webinar i hope i hear back from jay question kevin my husband was just diagnosed with alzheimer's any treatments herbs we have zero to lose um well the the idea in most cases is to increase circulation to the brain and lower um inflammatory responses now I've had good responses to m myself. Okay, I can just report to myself with stem cell growth factors, and we did a um, we looked at a paper where um, we showed that these uh, um, dental pulp stem cells um, have all these cytokine signaling molecules, which reduce um, inflammatory responses um, if you can get that I mean I, if you want to um, spend money and come to Japan and they'll give you IV treatments of these growth factors and um, give you courses to take away um, it may it, it may help I'm I'm looking forward to testing these um, growth factors in uh, in an animal model um, but um, in terms of herbs and just the the usual um, what's it called ginkgo ginkgo um, quercetin you might want to think about quercetin um, CBD maybe for neuroinflammation um, I mean, there's there's literally an endless number of uh, uh, compounds that you could be taking. Um, th there's uh, 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 what's it called, resveratrol, the uh, the flavonoid from that you get in red wine. That's supposed to be quite effective. So is I want to say it's called Na. NADP, NADP, and uh, omega three. NADH, is that what it is? Um, uh, nicotinamide, adenide, dinucleotide. Um, NAD, NADH. Here, um, get this stuff, uh, resveratrol and um, omega-3. Uh, and then ways to... Uh, Quercetin, 
Um, and maybe try, you know, the uh, the natokinase, the lumbrokinase, the the blood thinners. Try try to improve circulation, and the the simple fact is, it um, the more activity you can do, the better. And you know, I I know that's what was uh, as gets me is is I become inactive. Um, the neuroinflammation um, will knock me down, and then you don't you don't want to do anything, and uh, you know things hurt and. Uh, so it's a scary time. Uh, yes, um, it is. Uh, let's see. A lot of jobs to be replaced by AI. A lot of empty housing areas to be brought up by BlackRock. Yes, yes. Um. Uh, Doc, if all cause of mortality continues to climb, think of the repercussions to the job and housing markets. Yes. Uh, what kind of stem cell factors? Um, so we looked at that. Uh, let me just find the paper for you. Just bear with me, I'll be able to. But they're stem cells that come. It's not the stem cells. They're harvested growth factors. Um, and like I say, I can put you in contact with a clinic. And um, I mean, it would it would require um, flying to. Well, I don't know. I mean, I could speak to them, I guess, and maybe get you get you some. Because it's a it's an easy treatment to be taking. The problem is is just the the cost. Because I I can't afford. I had to. I've had to stop because I, I took the decision to go to the U.S. Uh, so.
Yeah. somewhere else for it just bear with me uh, I, I want to get this for you um i i feel that uh, sort of obligated so um I just I've got to look for a chat to find it. Secreted ectodomain of sialic acid binding Ig-like lectin-9 and monocyte chemoattractin protein promote recovery after rat spinal cord injury by altering macrophage polarity. Now, um, it's this um, repertoire of factors which are responsible for the therapeutic action. Um, like I say, I can. It, it is certainly biologically active enough that I noticed it. Um, I wish I wish I could afford more. <laughs> so um, I'll put the title in the chat and let me just see if I can do this and this and then maybe I can find a DOI number. The DOI. Um, God, uh, let's see. Well, you can on ways to heat the winter, yeah. Um, some cannabis oil. Uh, yeah, I think um, here's the contact info for rents. Uh, right. Vanguard and BlackRock have filed for bankruptcy. Is that true? Is that true? Um, uh, Chaga and Reshi mushrooms. Uh, some say Alzheimer's is diabetes of the brain. Uh, yeah, there's uh, there's similar um, pathologies. So diabetes um, is a is a kind of well amyloidosis is associated with um, diabetes, and uh, it's the same in the brain. Uh, let's see. Um, I'm in Canada, Kevin. Um, look, 
I, I mean, if if you want, I'm prepared to um, get you like a couple of months worth supply. DM me or something, and I'll try to arrange to get you um, a, a, a supply shipped. I mean, it's got to be kept cold, so we need to make sure that the cold chain is intact. And if your husband is just at the beginning of the diagnosis, now now is probably the best time to try try the therapy. If it works, then um, or if you notice improvement, then my suggestion would be to get um, more intensive treatment like IV. So that would that would mean coming to Japan to do it. It's not a um, it's not a licensed therapy as such, so um, it's uh, it's experimental. Uh, let's see. Um, one of BlackRock's many, many subsidiaries, not BlackRock itself, no chance. All right, so I think I've done my bit for the day. Let me just see if anyone has uh, helped the doc uh, as he helps you. Uh, no, but we did uh, we did okay today. Uh, the, thank you to Janet. Thank you to everyone that um, that did uh, donate. Um, I don't know. Uh, I just know you by state. So thank you. Of course, Mary in Texas. Uh, much, much appreciated. And um, Lacey, just uh, DM me if you want to... Um, uh, if if you want to get uh, your hands on this type of therapy. I mean, if you look around, I'm sure you can find um, stem cell type therapies, uh, but they're likely to be very, very expensive. I can actually get it uh, pretty cheap, um, considering uh, what it is. So, uh, Bene says, got to be the Jew. You are, oh, is he Jew? Uh uh, right, I'm out of here. Take care. It's 5.30 in the morning. Kev's got to get the kids ready for school. And um, Kev's got to get ready for uh, the US. I need to make a uh, presentation. So, um, yeah, with that, take care. God bless, folks. I will see you all in the next one. Bro, you don't know how angry I am. You do, I'm like, I was just leaving for fucking work. You do not understand how fucking pissed off. After reading that little line, I will be arrested for not taking a fucking vaccine. Fuck these peppers. I will fucking kill each fucking pepper. I swear to you. There's no fucking joke anymore. This is fucking dead serious. I am fucking dead serious. These people don't know who the fuck they actually say. Fuck these peppers. No fucking vaccine or